So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast episode 59 for June 19th, 2016. My name is Nathan Reentspruth, and joining me today, we have Andrew Aroa McFain. I've got some pizza. I know, I know. And we have Connor Cyberpunk Monk Besh. You know, that just doesn't roll off the tongue as easily as Nemesis. What are you talking about? Cyberpunk Monk is great. It's, also, it's... I've been thinking about it. Um, just having fun and not caring who sees... Maybe not be it, it might not be the best catchphrase for our website, you know? Uh my website. I'm I'm assuming direct control. It's but it but it's my website. I I'm in charge I'm in charge of this website. Yeah, unless if you want to pay for the website, you can do that. No, I wanna like just skip that part altogether, if that's cool with you. Uh it's not it's not cool with me. Well, I tried, guys. Yep, you did try, and you failed miserably, like normal. Uh, <laughs> I would like to point out that I I do care who sees. Oh, oh, <laughs> you do! Damn it! Just see, just putting it. The out there. people are with me. Well, then ask Jake to record a new song, and then we'll get one in three years because Jake takes yeah, forever to do anything. We someone care who well. sees. <laughs> <laughs> uh so. What games have you guys been playing this week? Let's start with Connor. Well, I'm playing Battlefield 4 right now. Um, my 3DS is broken, so I've the, the usual games I've been playing actually are kind of off limits to me right now. Oh, and what about you, Aro? I've been playing American Truck Simulator. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing The Witcher 3 and uh, Rocket League. That's Those are the two games I've been playing. I wanted to play... Uh, what game did I want to play? I wanted to play a game with you. I'm going to play Overwatch with you, but you're like, no, I have to go do stuff. Yeah, yesterday I spent time with my grandma. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, I would usually, like, if you were spending time with your girlfriend or something, I'd give you shit, but your grandma's awesome. <laughs> she is. Like, I can't, I can't give you shit for that. She's, she's super sweet, at least from what I see on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> She's actually like incredibly aggressive, and <laughs> yeah, it's God. Somebody did a sketch about that. I think it was South Park or something. Like that she she beats Aroa just <laughs> mercilessly, <laughs> and then she goes on Facebook. She's like, "He's such a sweet young man." Uh so E three happened this week, and for the first part of the week, I was really into it, and then it like my excitement died down around Monday night, and I was like. Ugh. Fucking, I'm done with video game news, but I did pay attention to it, figured out what was going on. So we have to talk about everything that happened on E3 because we hate ourselves. That's the general consensus is gamers hate themselves. So uh, who here watched the EA conference? If I say yes, will we still talk about it? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course talking... I watched it. I didn't watch it. I don't I think Aroa it. watched it either, but... Uh, yeah. I just I there's, don't care about. There, uh, according to Escapist, there, there. I mean, there's some some things like they have FIFA coming out, uh, and it's supposed to be better than last year. And they have Madden that's coming out, which is supposed to be better than last year, and just all that stuff. 
Man, what I, a, like uh... I feel like we've heard that like since Med 1999. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, there's four bullet points here on the page. I'll have a link down below to uh, the escapist article on, on all this stuff. So, uh, the first big thing is Titanfall 2 is releasing worldwide this October. Which uh, is exciting as fuck. Yeah. yeah they, Actually, I'm pretty hella hyped for that. Yeah, uh, I like it. I liked it. Hopefully, you know, it's not a 50 gig download like it was last time. But <laughs> uh, Titanfall 2, it, the trailer looks pretty good. Uh, the mechs now have swords. Uh, not all of them. I think it's just the, the one class. Okay, the, the one class has swords. Um, there's there's a couple other things that happen. I didn't, I don't quite remember the trailer. Uh, so there are grappling have... hooks now. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, you can do like the hook shot, like in Zelda, uh, Legend of Zelda. You know, hook shot up to different areas and stuff. Uh, I really like Titanfall One. Uh, are you guys excited about this game or? Yeah, hella excited. Titanfall 1 was amazing. Uh, one of my favorite parts of it was the ability to traverse, you know, that and calling, you know, initiating Titanfall. So I think with the changes that they're making to Titanfall 2, maneuvering around the world is just going to be so much more fun. Okay. Yeah, it, it's without a doubt was, it's probably still my favorite, tip, like, typical first-person shooter. I won't say overall <laughs> favorite because Overwatch is pretty fucking good, too. Yeah. Yeah, as um, far as shooters that have deathmatch mode. Yeah, because I mean, I like Overwatch, but the problem with I have with Overwatch is there's what two game types? Uh, technically three, but the third one is just the other two combined. Yeah. So, um, so, and, and, yeah, and there's also like in Titanfall, you can kind of play it like how most people play COD, uh, where you know you are basically just a lone wolf and overwatch is a very team-based game right so uh and then the next thing that they have up here is a battlefield one gameplay footage uh i mean it looks like battlefield i like the idea of them going back and you know redoing this stuff but what do you guys what's your guys's take on battlefield one I think this is more of Connor's bag if if he can talk. I don't know why. Why would someone who's playing Battlefield Four right now have anything to say about Battlefield <laughs> One? Uh, I I don't know. I, it does look like it'll be fun, but on the same you know kind of side of the coin, it just looks kind of boring. Like one of the things I like about Battlefield Four is it's all you know quote unquote modern warfare. You yeah. know, be, if if I, somebody has done the math on Reddit or something like that, there's not enough money in the world to really like afford the armaments that have happened in battlefield 4 in the vast numbers that they have right and battlefield 1 sure it's a little more realistic in that yeah it's these are probably like the actual rifles and everything that people were running around with but it just kind of seems like it's going to be a lot of the same battle over and over you right. know uh battlefield 4 usually there's you know all the maps kind of have the same destructible whatever's to them but they're, they're, at least they're smart about their positions and placements you know it feels like you're hunkering down and defending somewhere not just in a building that's going to be blown up until you switch to the next building. Right. And if I could take a, another side tangent here real quick, that was my problem with bad company was a lot of the times it just kind of felt like you were in a building until they blew it up. You went into the next building until they blew that up and you proceeded until someone won and someone lost battlefield one. I feel like it's going to be a lot of that again, that 
boring, monotonous part of, oh, my defenses are gone. I'm going to go, you know, 20 steps to the next building and we'll just do it all over again. Right. I'm hopeful that it'll be fun. I just don't think it will be. Uh, And that, with that, another big contributor to my skepticism is they have entire teams that are DLC now. What the what the fuck? What are you doing? That's how. What? Yeah, that's a whole like dumb for that, right? That's ridiculous and stupid. That's the whole DLC issue is that they can do stuff like that and people will buy it, and that's the problem. Because if people didn't buy it, they would not do it. So capitalism was such a mistake. Yeah, it was. We should all be socialists. Um, I'm a Marxist. Thank. Okay. Okay. You're you're a communist. I got you. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I'm 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 kind of in the same boat. I think. Yeah. Is that I'm I'm optimistic, but simultaneously. Uh, the biggest fear that I have is that the base game won't be good enough to stand on its own. Yeah. And then, again, there's going to be a ton of DLC. I- I'm I'm going to be straight up, though. If the base game is super fucking fun, and they they maybe, maybe bring the server browser back into the game executable instead of a browser... That's window, fucking... That is the dumbest idea I have ever... Like heard it, it would, again. it would make me consider getting back into Battlefield, because that's the only reason I stopped playing Battlefield Four, was because I didn't want to buy the DLC because the game itself wasn't fun enough to justify it. Yeah, but I liked I liked playing the game enough on its own. But once once I was being cut out of like ninety percent of the servers because I didn't own all the DLC, it just became pointless. That's the problem and, I've always had with. Uh with games that are first-person shooters that have DLC. So the first game I played that had DLC, like map packs or anything, was actually Halo 2, I think. Mm-hmm. And after a while with Halo 2, they started doing that. So you, if you didn't have the you know new maps, they're like, oh, you have to go on these, these servers or these playlists. You can't play in the ranked ones because you don't have all the maps. And Halo 3 was really bad about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I hated it. So it they need to do it to where I, I honestly like the way Halo 5's doing it, where yeah. they have a cosmetic thing that, you know, there's a, a mode where everyone plays. Um it's actually a really fun mode. I like it. But um you can buy cards for said mode and you know get drop-ins and stuff you get those cards for free just playing the game and then all the maps and everything are free so and there are also cosmetic items that you can get at random that you can buy packs for yeah and that's and that's how they make their money they don't make it on the dlc so i I think that's a fantastic integration of free-to-play mechanics into a game like that and the only time that i would say that that's justifiable is in a situation like this where they're still providing support in terms of actual gameplay additions with the new maps and everything. And and then at the same time, they're only selling cosmetic items. Right. That's totally cool. Well, they're not, they're not selling cosmetic items. The things you buy in the packs, you can use in the war zone, but uh, you can still play, you know, the team base, like squad matches, and not have to worry about 
those items affecting gameplay in that. It only affects Warzone. And from what I've seen, it doesn't really affect it that much. Yeah, it makes so. it makes some somewhat of a difference, but most of the time the biggest thing you're gonna get is a is a vehicle yeah. or something like that, and you can just blow the vehicle up. Exactly. So like it doesn't really matter. So uh I I might be interested in Battlefield One. I'll have to you know hold my breath and see. Uh yeah, it'll it'll take finding out. I'm also curious is the commander mode gonna come back? Has they, have they said anything about that? Uh, yeah, it, it uh, wouldn't yeah. really make sense if it was, but it wouldn't. I'd be happy to see it come back. Can you guys Maybe. explain for the audience and me what commander mode is? <laughs> uh, so commander mode is kind of like instead of playing, uh, you know, as a soldier, it's a first person mode. You kind of play as though you're commander, looking at like a battle screen or like a mini map. Uh, I think the original idea was that they just wanted to have something for smartphone and tablet integration, uh, but now it's just a full fledged mode that you could like play in your browser as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I I actually have only played it once and I was terrible at it. You know, I need a little more practice before I get good at it. But I I mean, when you have a commander on your team, it definitely does make a difference. Right. It, um I, it, there there are games that are won by how good your good commander, commander is because if the other team has a commander, you have to have one because you're just at a distinct disadvantage and the the two it's not like an rts really but it's it's sort of just like both sides have bonuses that they can activate at certain times and you can like buff individual squads and like yeah it, so it, it uh, is kind of like a light rts that's that's micromanaging all the individual squads of people running around this, oh, this okay. map in real time that's pretty neat yeah. um I'll take a look at it, and I'm sure it's not even going to come out this year or next year, so I'll wait. Uh, now, the, uh, EA also did, they, they own uh, Bioware now. They have yep. for quite a few years. And they were showing off their Mass Effect Andromeda E3 info and trailer. Um, I actually didn't watch this, so did either of you watch it? I think I saw a clip from the trailer that was basically just like this game's going to be really cool. And that was, that was pretty much the whole trailer. Yeah. After the failure that was mass effect three, I'm pretty done with that series. They, they've lost me as a customer. I'll probably still buy it. I'll wait and see the That's... only. So, so here's the thing at mass effect three. Um, I've heard nobody complain about the gameplay. Nobody complain about the storyline. The only thing I've heard people complain about is the ending. Um, yeah. I mean, I haven't even played it, so... Yeah, like, that's the only thing I've heard people complain about was that it didn't end the way they wanted it to. And uh, so... I would say that that's justifiable in the case of Mass Effect. Why? Because Mass it's Effect, a massive story-driven game. Yeah, it is It is extremely story-driven game. I think it's the one time where like people who play shooters can have a game that's super story driven that, that like that, well you know other than maybe uh the uncharted games yeah you know it's even more in depth <clears throat> than those though like i would say because oh totally the, the from from the first game which was a lot more of an rpg than a shooter but still 
from the very first game, it was implied that all of your decisions made a huge difference. And I mean, the the ending of the first game is completely different based on basically how you build your character from the start of the game. And I thought that was a fantastic concept. And right. uh, the second game, the ending again is like overall it. It's like any other game where you have decisions to make where the ending is going to end up being roughly the same no matter what. But there are some genuinely like big story elements that are totally different at the end depending on decisions you make throughout the entire game. Like how good your relationship is with each of your crew members. And then the third one just goes, fuck it. Pick one of these options. You, That's it. The game's over. And it just ruins everything. Well, that's annoying, and- but I don't think... I think that if you've got 90 hours of gameplay and you've enjoyed 90 hours of gameplay and enjoyed the storyline, that, yeah, it's an anticlimactic ending and the ending kind of sucks, but I don't think that takes that should take away as much from the 90 hours prior that you enjoyed the game. Well, I mean, think about it this way. The ending to Sopranos, for example, it sucked, yeah. awful, notorious, but I still like The Sopranos. It's an amazing show. Mm-hmm. In Mass Effect, every single choice you do is building up to something. There's no disputing that. That's the reason, that's the big appeal of the game, is that you're building and building and building. All these little totem pole pieces will eventually be this epic finale that is, you know, Commander John Shepard or whatever the hell you choose to name him. And instead, what yeah. we get is, hey, uh, we know you did all that, but um, here's some colorful fireworks. And a message saying, if you buy DLC, you'll get to see more. So it won't you, be more to the story, but you'll yeah. get to see more. So you know what happened? That is you know unexcusable. What, you know what actually happened there? And why they did it that way? Weren't they rushed on ending no, or something? No. From what I understand, and I could be wrong, but this is what I heard, is that the original ending of the, the original you know endings that you got to pick were leaked. And EA got mad that they were leaked, so they made them change it. Yeah, that's still inexcusable, though. Oh yeah, that was I it was have retarded. A ending that I know about, you know, that felt, you know, like a good ending, mm-hmm. than just some EA cop out. As usual, they shilled out their own game and ruined it. Exactly. Um, I would. Uh, I'm would still. Also... I'm still getting Andromeda. What were you gonna say, Ro? Oh, uh, I, I would also say that uh, it's partially just AAA game syndrome. Mm. Um, where similar to how Fallout 3 was disappointing for a lot of fans of the Fallout series. Um, It's just not feasible a lot of the time for a big-time game developer like this that's owned by a massive publisher like EA to put in the tender love and care that you would get out of of like a smaller studio. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like in Fallout 2, like your ending can go on for minutes depending on every decision you've made throughout the whole game. Like, it goes through and talks about the (laughs) epilogue of every settlement that you had an impact on throughout your entire time as being the wanderer through the wasteland. God damn, that's a good game. Anyway, go on. And then in Fallout 3, it's just, well, you beat the game. Good job. Congratulations. Fallout 3, as I've said before, wonderful game, but awful Fallout game. Yeah, and... I think it's the same kind of thing going on with Mass Effect. It's just that uh, the first Mass Effect was... It, it had a lot more of the, the indie kind of appeal to it, I think. Was that and made then, before before they were bought by EA or right after? 
I, I, I think it was shortly after. Yeah. Um, so they had already was, been working on it. Yeah. And I, I think that it was also them. They were still able to test the waters kind of since EA wasn't totally sure that it was going to be the massive blockbuster franchise that it was. Yeah. But then after it did as well as it did, then EA had to tighten the reins and go, all right, make it more appealing to yeah. the general audience. And I think that's kind of what goes on is that most people don't really care. Um, they just want to have a satisfying ending that says, good job, you won, you're the hero of the universe. And, or they don't want an it. ending. Yeah, or that. Or I they mean, just want an infinite, uh, you know, open world game. Like Fallout 4 that apparently doesn't have a real ending. I haven't beaten it. Uh, I, I play it for like 10 minutes and then I go, why am I still playing this? And then yeah, I go, Fallout 4 is also an awful Fallout game. You need to do Vegas <laughs> yeah. too. I liked it. I actually liked Fallout 4, but it's not, it's, it's not Fallout 1 or 2. And, <laughs> and I, I, I know... Would, I would say it's not even 3. I know that Fallout... I, I know that Fallout's 1 and 2 are not going to grasp the audience that Fallout 3 and 4 are going to, or New Vegas. No. But I feel that they were just better games. They were... Yep. They had better storylines. They were better games. Um, but we're not... We're never going to see another Fallout game like that. The most we're going to get is another Wasteland game. Yeah, I was going to say, or we, we, the best we'd get is that Wasteland series that got rebooted. Yeah. See, I'm actually optimistic, especially with the engine. It, uh, they have all the tools. Um, and one of the things that they said, in the Beth- uh, I think it was actually the uh, an interview after the Bethesda panel, was that Todd Howard was very disappointed with the outcome of their revamped system for Fallout 4 and how they handle dialogue and discussion and story progression. That's surprising. They, they, they turned Fallout into a linear game. Mm-hmm. And that's just not... It, it can't be that. Well, also yeah. you have, hey, there's another settlement that needs your help. Well, yeah, they, they was... made in, in an effort to make everything modular, they kind of made it all the same. And mm-hmm. I understand it's hard to do it right, but they didn't do it right. <laughs> it's hard to program games, guys. Um, I don't know. I've, no, I've, it's not. I can do I could make a Fallout right now if I wanted yeah, to. Yeah, totally. I have. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we know each other I, well enough to I, do the exact same joke. I actually, <laughs> I actually believe that Connor could make a video game from scratch. I've done it before. I've made a game. Uh, Connor would make a better game. Probably. <laughs> I, I got portfolio worthy games on my resume. Mine would have better voice acting. That's it would. true. <laughs> well, no, no, his would have the same voice acting because he would just hire you. Probably. And by and by hire, I mean, hey, Ro, hey, can you exposure. do some voices? <laughs> um, so let's let's move on to the next EA announcement. Um, EA yeah, has more Bethesda. <laughs> we did do that, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Uh, EA announces indie publishing program, EA Originals. In other words, it's EA going, whoa, there are a lot of indie people that we could get money from. Mm-hmm. And no to be fair, doing it, debating this. to be fair, they they're, have they're becoming the fine brothers of the video game industry. Yeah. yeah. No, th- to be fair, they have. Um, uh, EA has published indie games in the past. Uh, Kingdoms of, of Amalur was an indie-ish game that they published. Um, but now I think it's just more of like it's an e- a lower bar of entry. 
So when Connor and Aroa make their game, um, they can have EA publish it, and then everyone will hate it. And I'll admit, I uh, at face value, I like this idea. I like the idea of these large companies going, hey, if you have a cool idea for a game and you have basically a functional prototype, we'll help you fund it. Um, but the problem is, is that these are large companies that are doing it. And yeah. I, I am super afraid that, you know, there, there's going to be some, some indie dev that, that I'm following that it has a really cool concept and like builds out this, this amazing demo that I love. And then they get approached by EA or, or Sony even. And they go, Hey, we're getting money from this publisher now. Uh, it's, it's great. You know, we don't have to worry about money anymore. We'll be able to make the game that we've always wanted. And then Except the not. publisher goes, well, the publisher goes, yeah, how about <clears throat> instead you retool this into a shooter <laughs> and, or, or, you know, something, something that kind of kills the original vision of the game. And that's, that's my fear is that so, with so more why did, and more. So why did this kid in limbo not have a gun? Yeah, you know, something like that. Uh, I think that ID at Xbox has been doing a pretty good job from what I've seen of uh, letting the creators have their original vision because maybe it has something to do with the fact that indie devs consistently have more happy customers than big name publishers. Uh, But I don't know. Well, Um, let's look at it this way. If you're buying an indie game, most likely um you've done your research on it like it, it's not gonna be the casual people who are gonna go and pick up these indie games it's going to be people that either a already know about the game um and have been following it or you know are like us and research games and we know way too much about video games and we should we really dedicate our lives here. we we should really dedicate our lives to other things but we waste them on video games yeah um so it's gonna be people like that or you're gonna have like the minecraft minecraft syndrome where uh what happened with minecraft is you know people bought the game and were having fun with it and they told their friends and more people bought the game and it kind of just blew up and so you're gonna have that word of mouth that's getting people excited for it you're not really going to see uh at least initially people who are just like casual gamers buying indie games right if that makes sense so that that would explain why there's more happy customers because they already know that they're gonna like the game before they buy it so yeah it's uh what is it the harvest moon style stardew valley yeah yeah kind of like that yeah and everyone i mean a lot of people like stardew valley i personally probably would hate it um, yeah, I mean, if you, if you don't like Harvest Moon, you're definitely not going to like Stardew Valley. Exactly. Uh, but I, I'm I'm always happy when indie developers are able to get funding. Uh, it can be really stressful because uh, sometimes the limitations that they put onto you when you're an indie developer is just really, really strict. If you watched uh, Indie Game the Movie, they kind of cover some of that. Yeah. Um, so are you guys going to make an indie game, put it onto EA uh originals huh huh that would probably be my last uh choice 
Oh. <laughs> if I was going to, if I was going to publish an indie game, yeah, All I'm, right. I'm one handshake away from like Devolver or digital. So I feel like if I wanted to enter into the indie scene, I would have better outlets than EA. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely go with Devolver before anybody else, really. Right. As far as indie indie publishers go. All right. Next, next topic. Um, Bethesda was the next conference that happened Sunday night, I believe. Awesome. I've been waiting to talk about this one. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's talk about it. Uh, Bethesda reveal, reveals Quake Champions. Uh, it's a PC exclusive. It looks like it's just going to be a multiplayer game. Yep, and no, nobody so. cares about it. Yeah, nobody. so... so what? What? <laughs> so let's I, move on. No. <laughs> I... I am really excited to see that Quake is making a comeback because I'm so glad it's still alive. Yeah, like <clears throat> after the great reception that Doom has had, in spite of the fact I haven't played it yet, uh, I only played the the multiplayer beta, which I didn't like at all. The multiplayer beta uh, was the multiplayer is awful. But I'm hoping that since supposedly Quake Champions is being developed entirely by id. Um, and it's all internal because the multiplayer in Doom, if you don't know, was made by the Halo 4 devs. Yeah. Uh, so that's why that's bad. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm hoping that since it's all being developed internally by the people that know their fucking audience, that it's going to be as good as Doom single player. Right. Uh, so and the way that they were talking, they're making some marginal changes where like your character actually has a purpose now that each character has their own different stats, um, but it's it's going to be balanced and all that, uh, we hope. Um, and it's also a Just PC like exclu- Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch more or less does okay. Yeah. Except for except for a couple characters, but let's not get on a tangent. Um, <laughs> Fucking junk rat. Anyway, go but on. But it's a, it's a <clears throat> PC exclusive, which makes me very excited because the worst thing about watching people play doom online is whenever i realize oh they're using a controller yeah and the fact that they kind of had to they they must have had to build the game around the idea that some people are going to be using a controller and i'm sorry but that's nothing but a hindrance to a first person shooter right now no there are there are games where using a controller is good like rocket league uh yeah, yeah, but just not first-person shooters. Like, yeah, yeah. first-person I, I agree. I use the controller when I play Grand Theft Auto, but I, I'm not going to play a first-person sh- I'm not going to play a lot of games with a a uh, controller, though. I, I mean, mouse and keyboard is just so much yeah. better. Uh, first-person yeah. shooters, RTS games, um, you know, stuff like Other that. Other than Halo Wars. Although, yeah, yeah, Halo Wars actually was not that bad with a key and controller. And we'll talk about that later. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so... I let me tell you a little bit of backstory. I never had a PC until about 2004, like my own personal PC. So I never actually played Quake uh when I was a kid. So I don't have the nostalgia or the uh or anything like that because I was playing other first-person shooter games uh later. So when I look back at Quake and the original Doom, I go, "Wow, those games kind of look like shit." <laughs> and they do. They look like shit compared to now, but back then they were revolutionary. Uh, so I might pick up this if I can get it at a sweet discount, but uh, not super interested in it. 
I, it, what I would recommend is that if, if you or any of our listeners are on the fence about the idea of this, uh, play Quake Live because okay. it's, it's the most, the most faithful representation of what old Quake multiplayer is like because it's, it's literally just old Quake multiplayer, but it's free to play. Well, aren't oh, okay. they offering it as freeware also? What? Or uh, shareware, whatever? Uh, no, they were doing shareware with Doom. Oh, is that Doom I'm thinking of? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Doom. Doom. They're doing the. You can play the first level, uh, for free. All they did was just they made a demo, and then yeah. they they made a reference to shareware. Yeah. Uh. So the next thing on the list is. Prey. Yeah, and this came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it really did. Like, like I, I I'm, think it was, I'm happy as hell, but was, like, what? was it like two or three years ago? They had a demo, like they had a trailer, and they're like, "Pray two. and then they're just like, "It doesn't exist anymore." And now they they revamped it and turned it into another prey. It looks nice. It looks good. I have no idea what the fuck is going on, but uh, it it kind of looks like a it, reboot. It's, it's yeah. kind of like System Shock. It's okay, just, I don't know. I'm I'm not a big prey fan to be honest. Uh, I I really liked the first one. Right. Uh, I played it a little bit the first one. I I wasn't too impressed, but I am hesitantly excited. It, this was the trailer where he kept waking up and it kept saying the same date. Right. Did it? I, think I wasn't so. paying attention to the date. I, I, I thought I, he wakes up and each time he looks a little more sick, and then, ta-da, he's in space. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that the I thought the implication was that like his life was getting really repetitive and he and he hated everything and then yeah uh, and then Jesus uh, sent an alien invasion to mix things up for him. Yeah, what I well what what I I mean I could be wrong because I was kind of not paying too much attention, uh, but I I thought because he wakes up in the morning every morning is it saying a different date every time? I thought it was saying the same date. I like he honestly was living, wasn't paying any attention. Like he was living the same life. Like I mean, like could. the same day over and over again. Maybe it was trying to imply that it was like year over year. Oh, like okay. A, that kind of thing. I'm I'm be. really not sure. I wasn't listening. Um all I was all that really went on for me was that I started seeing the aliens happening and I was like, Oh, this game looks fucking cool. And then it was like prey, and I was like, Oh shit. Uh so. yeah, I I'll probably end up getting. I get it way too many video games every year, and I don't play any of them. Uh, I'll probably end up getting it. Um, but I never again. I never played the original Prey very much, so I'm not super excited for it. But apparently, Aroa likes it, so maybe he'll do a review on the Re Entertainment website. Yeah, I I liked the concept from whenever I first heard about it. Right. And whenever I played it, like it was, it was a genuinely unique, in some ways, uh, first-person shooter. So, right. um, I hope that they, I hope for one that they bring back the portals, because uh, that was the coolest part of the whole game. Was that they basically had the portals like in, uh, well, like in Portal, but. They they were in they were in not portal. It was they a were. natural shoot. <laughs> they were in prey. Uh yeah. yeah, that's neat. Let's move on. Uh the next one next two things no one really cares about. Uh yeah. but, new Fallout 4 DLC. Woo. 
they, I don't even know what it was. Uh, and then uh, they have Nuka Cola World, and they have the the latest like make your own world content where you can make your own vault, which oh. doesn't make sense because the vaults were all a long time ago. You know, you know what's yeah, really whatever. funny. It's yeah. really funny about that. It's already a mod. Yeah, yeah. There's well, already a mod available for free that lets you do the exact same thing. Now, now, if it was like you go back into the vault and you're able to like strip the vault away, like parts of the vault away, and like tinker with an existing vault, that would be fine. But that it's totally against the storyline to be able to make <laughs> your own vault. Uh, I. I've honestly kind of wondered um, if, like, the people working on the story had absolutely nothing to do with the people working on the game itself. <laughs> that would make sense. Because cause you think about it, and, like, nothing about the way that the story plays out makes any sense <laughs> in terms of, like, the gameplay loop. Right. And, and like, the fact that you can build settlements and all this shit. Like, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh well, so building, I, building settlements kind of makes sense, like, because you want, because I mean, how else are you going to live? You're going to build up a place and live with it, live there. Kind of makes sense, but being but able you're to supposed to be looking for your son. That's true. That's that makes sense. I I got you there. That but you for some reason assume has not grown up since the time that you were frozen and he was taken away. Well, he doesn't know how long he was frozen, so his son That's... could be completely dead. By for all we know, and we're not going to spoil it for anyone. Yeah, I I actually um, don't know. Um, I just I I'm not. I, I know for I don't know for a fact, but I I am ninety percent sure he's no longer a baby. So anyway, I, uh, so I was on a quest to eat. So what yeah. on a quest to eat your baby? Mm -hmm. I decided when I first played, <laughs> I was going to get the cannibal perk. And that would be my end. That would be, if at all possible, I was going to finish the game by eating my son. All right. Can, did, you, that, did you succeed? That's what Fallout 4 should be. That's did, what it should have been. Did you succeed? Uh, I had to use console command. Oh, okay. But you were able to do it. Good. Um, the next thing that's coming up is, is something we're going to hear a lot this year. <laughs> Uh, VR, virtual reality, coming to Fallout 4 and Doom. And in different capacities for each. Yeah. Um, Doom, it's really more of just a tech demo. Yeah. Uh, from what I've heard. <laughs> Meanwhile, what the hell did I just do with my throat? Anyway. I have no <laughs> idea. I heard that, too. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Fallout, uh, it appears to be, from what people are saying, an actual recreation of the game. Uh, in a VR compatible uh, format, yeah, so that you can wander the entire wasteland, do everything uh, with the HTC Vive, which sounds pretty fucking cool. Not gonna lie, I hope they can figure something out with the movement. Yeah, because I don't know, I don't know how much you've watched of people playing VR games, particularly in the Vive, but the most common answer to how to move is to push a button and then point your cursor where you want to teleport to and then teleport there. And oh. obviously that's not going to really work uh, very well for something as large as Fallout 4. No. So no. I I don't know if they'll do something like how the Oculus just 
basically says use a left analog stick to move. Yeah, that's what of... I was thinking. Like, why don't? Well, the the problem comes in. I think that some people will have motion sickness because of something like that. Because if you're it, basically if you're moving without your body knowing that it's moving, then it it just feels weird. And yeah, that makes sense. Makes wanna, yeah, makes you want to bomb. It's just, it's not much more different than how people have been, you know, like, I, I, my mother can't play modern 3D video games because she always got motion sick. It's not like this is a new phenomenon. It just takes time and people need to get used to it. Yeah, that's you my know, thing. If you put like, something on for the first time and spend an hour or two hours in this new kind of mindset, and really it is kind of a new mindset if you've never done anything like that before, of course your body's yeah. going to be like dump shocking you afterwards. It's I I know a lot of people who now that they've owned HTC Vibes for a while so they say yeah you know you just you get used to it yeah yeah um you'll I mean that's my thing is you'll probably get used to it after a while so um t- take a couple days and figure it out right so keep uh, a trash bin nearby yeah keep a keep a trash bag next to you or a trash bin or one of those barf bags <laughs> they have on planes something like that because. Uh, you're going to need it. Rain's world it. Just get a Dixie cup. <laughs> uh, and don't stream with it if you're going to be hurling because you don't want people seeing that. That's I don't know. For I, think, me. I think that would be the best thing ever. That's for me to do. That's for me to do. I'm going to go on Roller Coaster Tycoon and VR with that. That'll be fun. Well, I've been watching people play Project Cars, and apparently if you stand up, it attracts your head, but your body still stays in the car. Yeah. So you could just you you could get behind your car and have a really weird third person experience in Project Cars if you really wanted to. Weird. Yeah, I watched I watched a guy basically stand outside of his car while it was driving. <laughs> it was really fucking silly. Weird. See, I always I I always assumed with um the Oculus because I haven't used either of them, the Oculus and the Vibe that you would just have like a standard controller or keyboard and mouse or something or keyboard or whatnot and you could move around with your keyboard mouse or you know controller or whatnot and then your head just moves the camera around basically you can what what was the the, the star game the the star trader game what was that called again uh elite dangerous elite dangerous i got to play that with the oculus and that was just fine now you're not doing a lot of actual moving in that game. You're just being a pilot, right? And that's that's where the that's where VR is going to shine is stationary turret style games like that. Yeah. But I don't think I would have an issue using a controller. Like, I would love to play a game like, you know, Grand Theft Auto Five or something like that. Maybe that's a bad example, but that is coming yeah. by the way. I know. Yeah. Just I I don't think I would mind using the controller that much, and you know, as long as your head stays on the shoulders of your characters. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we're like... gonna. I don't want to slip into anything that we're gonna talk about later because there is something that Aro and I are gonna go on for like half an hour about. So yeah, yeah. we should, uh, we should move on. Yeah. Um, uh, Wolfenstein: The New Colossus teased. Did either of you see that? I didn't yeah, see I that. I, so what, I saw it. It's... it. It was at the beginning of they showed like a a bunch of text and it was it went by really fast. Um, and they had like Doom 3 release date, Doom release date, and a bunch of other things, release dates. And then they had like Wolfenstein, the new Colossus, and then it just showed X's for the release right, date. 
it, so. it looked like they were trying to redact it or something like that. We're not even positive it's Wolfenstein yet. Right, right. So th- th- that's it's being teased. Probably going to happen. Um, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, Dishonored Two gameplay looks Yay. fucking great. I'm yeah. so hype. It looks really good. So if anyone doesn't know what Dishonored was, uh, Dishonored Shame was on you, eh? yeah, Dishonored was a first person uh, kind of stealth like game where you got some magical powers and. Dishonored 2 is that in the same vein, and I am really looking forward to it. You get to play as either a female or male character. Honestly, I'm more excited to play as the female character. I never play female characters in games, but she just seems really cool. Um, I'm going to play both, like, yeah. the hell out of it. Don't get me wrong. I'm more excited to be Corvo again. Mm. The, the dude, if the that dude, wasn't yeah, obvious. The dude from the first game. Um. And what about you, Arara? Um, well, you know, I really liked the first one um, until the very end. Um, but yeah, Which... definitely, definitely very interested in seeing the girls' powers, uh, seeing how they improve Corvo's powers from the first, because you know, obviously, they can't just have him using the same abilities. That would be really boring, right? Um, I'm also very excited to see all of the uh, like speed runs of people playing in no powers mode. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw the interview about that. Um, but I did basically, not. at the beginning of the game, um, whenever the outsider offers you your powers, you can just go, nah, fuck off. And then he'll go, <laughs> ah, all right, fine. And then he just leaves, and you don't have powers throughout the entire game. And you can play the, yeah. through the whole game like that. That's actually I, uh, pretty neat. I got neat. the Chivo in the first one for doing that. It's It definitely makes the game more challenging. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the, entire reason, the entire thing is you have powers, and so you're able to use them. But uh, it, it kind of reminds me of an old, old, old game called Akalabeth, where it's like, do you want to take on adventure? And you're like, no. And it's like, all right. And it boots you out of the game. <laughs> yeah, wasn't there there was there was a an RPG like a JRPG where it had that segment where it goes like you know, are, are you going to take on the the legions of of the dark lord and you go no they go but but you got to and if you answer no like four or five times then it goes well dang and then the the world just ends because <laughs> you refuse to go on your adventure yeah uh, I don't know what game that would be, but that's I, I always like little things like that. Um, so I'm really looking forward to Dishonored 2. That comes out. Now, I want to say, I don't know if were, you weren't on the podcast last week. Were you, Aroa? No. Um, last week on the boy. podcast, I said they are going to announce a game and it's going to be released in November, just like they did last year. And yep. then I watched the conference and they're like november 11th i'm like yeah i was right so uh i called it i called that they were going to be releasing a game in november uh i don't know if i mentioned it being dishonored 2 but uh yeah dishonored 2 november 11th um that's a little over a week 11 11 16 yeah that's a little over a week uh from my birthday, so if either of you guys want to give me a birthday present of Dishonored 2. 
Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> moving on, Skyrim HD remake announced. It's Skyrim PC. with PC mods. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I said. Like, yeah. as they were still talking about that, I was like, "Oh, they're releasing Skyrim for PC on consoles." That's yeah, cool. it's the game but... we've been playing since <laughs> 2011. So, so, so here's the here's the thing, though. Uh, the good thing is, if you already own like the if you if you own Skyrim on Steam or whatnot with either the Legendary Edition that has all the DLC, or if you own uh, you just bought it and then bought all the DLC. So basically, <laughs> if you own the game and have all the DLC, uh, the remake with slightly better graphics and stuff is going to be free for PC. Yep. Um, so that's cool. Uh, or they're releasing it for the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. Uh, same thing they're trying to do with Fallout, where they have PC mods available for that. So hopefully the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 users can have the joy of playing with Macho Man Randy Savage as the dragons. Yeah, the the only thing that sucks is that they won't be able to use some of the like coolest mods that use the Skyrim script extender. Yeah. Um there aren't very many of those, but some of the like super hype shit uh utilizes that. I don't think that the Macho Man stuff does. Right, I right. think that, I think those are just model replacements and sound replacements. Oh, yeah. But it is oh, really yeah. cool of Bethesda to add those those features in. I mean, I, I think everybody knew that eventually Skyrim was going to get released on the new gen of consoles, just because it'd be silly for them to not. But it was it was cool of them to upgrade it to the Fallout Four engine and right. have the uh, the console mods. Right, that's pretty neat. Um. So I mean, when when that comes out, because I'm presuming both of you, or at least one of you, owns the uh, Skyrim Legendary Edition. I own the equivalent. I just yeah. own all the DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I, I'm presuming... honestly, I I still play through Skyrim every once in a while. It's still a fun game, and I feel like I it, there's always something more to explore. You know, even if it's you know a small little cave or something like that, it's kind of fun being like, hey, I've never seen that before. Yeah. So I'll totally be doing another playthrough at least once when it comes out again. But yeah, me too. I, as far as what they're offering for it, it's just kind of like eh, whatever, you know. It, yeah. It's it's a five year old game. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into that in a in a minute as well. Okay. So. Uh, you're gonna. You said no to this. I asked you on Twitter, but Bethesda opens pre-orders for a three hundred and fifty dollar limited edition Bluetooth <laughs> Pip Boy. Um, this yep. is basically what I wanted them to do with the original when they first came out with the the Fallout Four pre-order Pip Boy thing. I wanted yeah. them just to make. They made a standalone Pip Boy um, that has its own screen in it, and it can link to your phone and everything. Uh, apparently it doesn't interact with Fallout 4 at all. Ironically. Yeah, which is, uh, like, what the fuck? Why didn't you just make it and put the app on it and allow, but whatever. Yeah, you're, um, you're paying 350 bucks for what I can make with a, a Raspberry Pi or an Arduino and a 3D printer. Next. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's neat to look at. It's cool, but, um, and all the dials do stuff, which is, which is neat. Um, I I would have rather them made it an Android device. Like, yeah. Uh, 
what is it the the rufus cuff is is literally this it just isn't in a pip boy shell yeah um it goes on your wrist it's a little wrist bound computer uh because it runs android um it has bluetooth so it connects to your phone does all that stuff like i think it would have been cool if they would have worked with the rufus cuff people and just been like hey it's a fallout it's a it's a pip boy themed uh android device um that you can do stuff with ain't that neat right uh instead it's just kind of a little toy that from the sound of it can't do a whole lot because like it, it'll give you uh i think your messages right but you can't respond to messages uh it lets you know when somebody's calling you um but honestly you can you can get a pebble for uh, less than a hundred dollars and it, it'll do more than that. It's just not, you know, Pip-Boy shaped. Right. So go down to your local library, uh, print out a Pip-Boy shell, because I'm sure that there's a there's a 3D model of a Pip-Boy somewhere on the internet that you'd be able to 3D print out. And you could probably just rip the one from Fallout 4, honestly. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want to directly 3D print that, though. No, but mm-hmm. .thing files are pretty flexible. You could throw pretty much just anything at them, and they're like, all right. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it was made in fucking AutoCAD anyway. So, and yeah, and um, you know, I like I I like the look of the Pip Boy because it's just this giant watch basically you have. Which, I mean, if if it was like a hundred and fifty dollars, I'd probably get it. Cause... If uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I got the uh hundred and twenty dollar version of Fallout Four. And my arm is too fat for the pit boy to fit around. Maybe I'd consider it if it was cheaper, but I can't because for some reason they decided that fat people aren't allowed to wear their pit boy. Isn't that like their dem- people? That's their demographic, yeah. <laughs> right? Like you'd think that they'd make it for more fat people, considering fat people play their games quite a lot. Yeah. Oh well. Um, maybe you should just lose weight. It's my arm, though, bro. Like, I don't know. I've got, I've got like maybe a quarter of an inch of skin to lose here. It just hits bone after that. Oh wow. Okay, you're just big boned. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> big bone. <laughs> um, the last thing, Elder Scrolls Six is a long way off. Supposedly. That's what they say. So, we might hear about it next year. Um. But we're not hearing about that this year, which kind of sucks. I was, I was kind of hoping that they would do a, uh, you know, like Elder Scrolls Six is getting released next year, or we're working on it, or here's some gameplay, or something to do with it. But nothing. We didn't hear anything about it. Nah, they won't. They won't do that until uh, until they actually have something substantial to show. Same that they did with uh, with Skyrim and Fallout. And Fallout. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, that's something I don't like about them is they don't tell us what's what's happening. But that's another thing I like about them is they're not going to, you know, hype the game for three or four years before it gets released because they know that if they hype it for six months, they're still going to get fucking a million sales or no, it, six million. They're not. Sales. They're not doing what like Ubisoft would do. Mm-hmm. Which is they'll they'll bring out a demo of the game that is nowhere near what the final product is going to be like, <clears throat> and then whenever the final product is released, then everyone go, "What the hell happened to half the shit in the demo?" Well, and uh, and one last thing, we did talk about it last week. Um, 
What happened to Battlecry? Uh, it was the Team Fortress. I don't Fortress. know. What, what did happen to Battlecry? It, it was the Team Fortress uh, clone that they were making. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, we talked about it last week. I think it was just Parallax Abstraction in me here. And I was there. I just don't remember. Parallax Abstraction and uh, Reeton, uh, no Connor. And <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so we were talking about Battlecry. Battlecry, we basically said, hey... Uh, you know, if they don't show anything at the the conference, then Battlecry is pretty much dead, because apparently their Twitter hasn't been updated in about a year, oh. and neither has their website. Well, there you go. Yeah, so Battlecry probably not happening. Well, uh, the, I mean, they probably saw that Overwatch was getting so fucking hyped. And and that uh, what is it? Battleborn was going to come out. So like, I, I, all of their bases were pretty much all, all the bases for that kind of game were pretty much covered, and they probably didn't have enough confidence in the product to continue development. Yeah, and Battleborn is definitely not doing as well as Overwatch. No, and the, it's unfortunate too because if my friends had gotten it, I might have considered getting it, especially since it went on sale for like thirty dollars. Uh, a few weeks ago, yeah, um, because it's not selling well. Because it's it's they're totally different games. Because mm-hmm. um, Overwatch is TF2, Battleborn is more akin to like Dota, right? But like a third, is. like a shooter Dota. Yeah, more like Smite. I, I think it's Smite. Yeah, I think it's a lot more interesting of of a combination of game. Whether or not that that is executed well, I don't know. Right, but you know. Anyway. Anyway, so let's move on to Microsoft. We, we're, we're not even halfway done with this, and we've already been talking for an hour. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> let's just blow through some of these boring stuff. You know? Okay, Microsoft shows off new Xbox One S. The world size. I don't have the original Xbox. Who cares? Yeah, so it's 40% the size of the original Xbox yeah. One. Uh, it's supposed to be faster and can do 4K games. Is that it? I No. No. A lot of people are getting really mixed up on what the S is. And at the conference, they said it can output 4K video. That's all they said. Okay. It is not upgraded hardware, as far as I know. Okay. I think there was, there was one article that said that it has a slightly more efficient CPU. So, like, it might be able to have, it might have the potential to run games slightly faster, but it probably won't. Right. This is, this is the Xbox One Slim. That's all it is. Okay. Okay. The, That's what I figured. Because there were some people that were saying, like, this, it could do VR. No, it can't. That's what Scorpio's for. <laughs> Whenever Scorpio comes out at the end of next year, that's their upgrade. The S yeah. is just the Slim. Okay. Project stupid name. And we'll talk about Scorpio yeah. here soon. Hey, fuck you. I'm a Scorpio. Um, <laughs> Xbox don't, don't Play, Xbox Play Anywhere brings <laughs> Xbox games to Windows 10, starting with Gears of War 4. Now, I Gears of War is stupid. I don't like it. Um, but I, like I it. you're stupid. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Gear, I don't really care about Gears of War, but I do like this because this is saying, and I've read articles, uh 
that have said basically Halo 5 isn't going to be coming to uh, Windows 10. But the guy, the Phil Spencer, alluded to Halo 6 coming to Windows 10. Yep. And I am really excited about that. So what this Play Anywhere thing is, is it's saying, okay, you buy the game for, digitally for the Xbox One, and you get it for your Xbox One and your PC, which is fantastic. It's a great yep. idea. If you don't think it's a great idea, you're stupid, and I don't like you. Uh, so are you excited about Gears of War 4 coming to Xbox One and PC? Yes. I'm still waiting for the Ultimate Edition to hit PC like they said it would. It did, didn't it? I, if it did, then I was not informed. I it, actually am a awful. big fan of Gears of War. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. awful. Yeah, it, it barely functions. It's What they did was they literally took the original... Uh, Gears of War for PC code and ported it to where it like like basically ported it forward so that it'll run well on or well it's compatible with Windows 10. Ah, that's all they did. And the result of that is that all of the issues that were present in the original Gears of War for PC, which there were a number of them, um, that none of them are fixed, they didn't do anything right. So it's it's bad. Uh, the online is really buggy. Um, so yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, so uh, oh yeah, what they the the big problem that they that they had was um, they took that engine as well because it's still running an Unreal Engine three. Yeah, and they they tried to add DX twelve into it. That's oh, that was the big thing. Oh. That's and, bad. And yeah, Unreal Engine 3 can't do DX12. Like, it's not supposed to. No, it does DX11, right? Uh, I, yeah, that's that's the most. And I wouldn't be surprised if Gears originally just did DX9. I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Nobody used DX10. No. Well, Crisis did. Uh, Bioshock. The only big... Did Bioshock do it? Yeah. It was like, Bioshock was the big, like, oh, DX10, you're gonna have all this great stuff in vista and then yeah you gotta run it on vista though mm -hmm. um but yeah it basically the ultimate edition is bad uh and that's really unfortunate yep um, um but i don't think it's, it's hope... not mentioned here um but they were saying that games that were running uh, i i read in an article somewhere else that games that were with the the Xbox games for Windows 10 thing mm -hmm. uh could potentially make their way onto Steam. Yeah, that was um I believe uh, Phil Spencer specified that they're not going to prevent their third party uh developers that are part of the the Play Anywhere program. They're not going to prevent them from releasing their games on Steam but they don't expect to release any first party games on Steam. So like so unfortunately the one thing the bad side about this is that you will have to use the Windows Store. Yeah. Which um, is a pile of dog shit. More than likely since they're all going to be running on the Universal Windows platform um they're also going to be running DX12 which right. means that you will have to use Windows 10 even if you choose to buy the Steam version of some of the third-party games. Right. And that that kind of sucks for some people, I guess. 
I don't know. Um, I, I haven't had any worse problems with Windows 10 than I did with 8 or 7, so. Right. I just hate Windows. That's all it comes <laughs> down to. I don't hate Windows. I mean, I I like it well enough. I use it all, all the time, so. I hate Macs more than I hate Windows. If that's yeah, something. Um, so let's, uh, th- then they end their conference by announcing a new console we mentioned earlier called the Project Scorpio, which will put in, uh, 4k and all that jazz. Now yeah. Project Scorpio, um, it's going to be a more powerful console. Uh, and it actually, uh, it tells me <coughs> that this is that the Xbox one with uh the way that it's set up because i think it just uses a really weird version of windows 10 or something similar to that uh it tells me that they're pretty much turning their xboxes into computers at this point because Mm -hmm. they're going to have hardware increases that you can purchase but they'll be backwards compatible like pcs are so pretty much the same thing as a pc because you know I, you can build a brand new computer and still play games from 20 years ago so i mean they some people sometimes some people are wondering if with the way that these things are happening where we're going to have mid-cycle new consoles of uh, what if it turns into kind of like how the mobile market works where you would potentially either you'd either be able to swap the console out um, for some kind of small fee or better yet uh, have pay a monthly fee and then be guaranteed a new console whenever the next generation comes out like in a year or two that makes sense Um, I, I could see that happening it would be really fucking weird but I could see that happening Right. Uh, and at first I was like, no, that would be terrible. That wouldn't be cost effective at all for, for anybody involved. But um, assuming that, because I know that uh, Microsoft uh, didn't make, like, they made very little money off of the Xbox One when it was launched. I think it was like less than $30 or something like no, that. No, I think they lost money. Did they lose money? That's usually what happens is they'll... I know I know yeah. that's what usually happens. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. I don't, They might have made it. I think... Uh, I know the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 lost money. The Wii actually okay. made money. They made like 10 or $15 for every Wii they sold. Well, yeah, because it was running like five-year-old hardware. Right. <laughs> but... Um... I would I'd be interested in there being like a console upgrade program, kind of like what the what Apple does with the iPhone now, right? Where essentially you you pay a monthly fee, and that eventually pays off your console, and then makes them a little bit of money right before you upgrade to the next console and start the whole process over again. Right? Uh, maybe that's cool for some people. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't want to do it because I play pc so i don't have to but you know i could i could definitely see that becoming a thing especially with how well received the mobile upgrade scheme that is going on now hello are you still there i can't hear you uh uh 
the the everyone just went quiet. I don't know what happened. Uh, Connor Aroa, can you guys hear me? Type in the chat if you can hear me. Ah, shit. Okay, give me just a second here on the podcast. We are having a bit of an issue. So, give me just a second. Let's see. I couldn't hear anyone, so I am restarting my my program here. Going here. And can you guys hear me? Oh, great. Everything is messed up. Um, not sure exactly what's happening. Uh, JavaScript oh, error hey, in the main process. All right. JavaScript error. Yeah. Weird. Uh-oh. I can hear myself. Uh-oh. Now I can't. Oh, yay. Anyway, sorry about that. So where were you? So what's the last thing you remember us saying? Uh, Roa was talking about um, Gears of War. Uh, oh my god, that was so long ago. Wait, are you no. serious? No, 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 no. No, no he was oh, talking about okay. um, upgrading hardware. Okay. And how, how he has a PC and he doesn't care. Yeah, okay, that was, yeah, right. So we haven't lost I, that much. Don't no. scare me like that. No, they're just going to hear me going, uh, 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 shit, things are broken. <laughs> <laughs> So now my go on. connection to the server is like really bad. Weird. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. happened. I this heard you having some problems. Yeah, that's probably it. So anyway, um, go on and tell me. Actually, let's just move on to the next thing. Screw it. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Microsoft. Frank West is returning to Dead Rising. Hooray! Yeah. I've actually I've watched uh, gameplay of the uh, pre-E3 prototype. And it looks like this new Dead Rising is going to be pretty cool. They brought back the camera. You can you can take pictures of zombies and get, like, you get more, PP for that. More importantly, you can take selfies with zombies. Nice. Yes, you can. Uh, there is there is a selfie button now. So, so Dead Rising is, if, if you don't know, you're stupid. But... Uh, <laughs> So, Dead Rising is basically just a zombie killing game, but it's the first two were super over the top, and you can like put on a tiara and a tutu and go and kill zombies with like a wiffle ball bat. Like, it's they're stupid and just supposed to be there for fun, basically. They're they're incredible. They're like the definition of camp. Mm-hmm. And then Dead Rising 3 came out and they like went, they like took all that away and they made it into like a serious game. Well, they did in the trailers, but if you actually play the game, you can still do the same stuff. Yeah, it's still a lot. My my character's wearing a cheerleader outfit and my primary, my, the, the, my favorite thing to make is a giant teddy bear that has dual assault rifles that, that like screams out fucking Rambo quotes Right. <laughs> well, it's shooting zombies. So, so, so it's still got the camp, but it didn't. When it portrayed it in the trailers, they it didn't make it look like that. So, like yeah, I thought, they did a really, really bad job marketing. So people were kind of turned off by that, and they're bringing back the original character, and they're 
they're basically just going back and making it saying like, hey, it's still goofy. Come on, play the game. Yeah. And it looks fun. I mean, they're they're the definition of camp fun. Uh, so I'm kind of excited for it. I'll probably get it when it's on sale because it's not a game I want to pl- pay $60 for. Um, I just hope that they, um, it, that one, that they make another super wacky DLC and that it's still available on PC because the first one wasn't, which yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Did, did you see the wacky DLC that they released for, for uh, I um, did not. Xbox? I did not. It's... It's like super mega HD remix something something, and basically it's a four player co op uh, add on campaign where everyone plays as like Street Fighter and other Capcom characters. Ah, and you like have superpowers and shit. Like it, it's amazing, and you can't play it on PC. Lame, lame. Uh, you know if they continue on with his uh xbox anywhere or whatever uh xbox play anywhere i can imagine it coming out for pc that's yeah that's what i'm hoping for is that with the play anywhere thing they'll actually have a reason to do that and and it's it's i'm going back to that it's really smart for them to do that because if the xbox one and the xbox scorpio whatnot are just windows 10 computers basically it's yeah. not going to take that much to port over a video game. Exactly. And that's, um, they're supposed to be running on the Universal Windows platform, uh, which means that they literally don't have to do anything. Right. Uh, it'll, it'll just run between the two. The fear, though, is that they won't fix all the problems with the Windows Universal or Universal Windows platform before those games come out and they'll be severely crippled. Nah, it'll be fine. Because, it'll be fine. Because, like, I don't think you can turn off VSync still. Um, you still can't use anything other than Xbox controllers. Uh, direct input is not supported. Oh. Um, I think that the frame rate... Uh, well, it, you know, obviously you can't turn off VSync, but I think the frame rate also uh, can't go above 60, even if, even if you have a 120 hertz monitor. It Ooh. won't go over 60. Yeah. See, I only um, have 60 hertz monitor, so it doesn't really matter to me, but. No, but I'm saying that there are a number of issues. Yeah. I'm still getting echo from you. I don't know. Weird. Do um, you have, you have headphones on? I do have headphones on. Oh, that's really weird. Cause it, it totally just, just sounds like. Loud, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm I mean, like, I'm like a foot away from my mic. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm looking at it. I don't think you should be getting an echo. Uh, it's totally coming out of you. I don't know. We. I just, I just didn't want it to show up on the recording. Well. It's not showing up on the recording. It might okay. show up on your recording, but it's not showing up on mine. It might be the settings that I have right now. I might have my mic and whatever going through the same channel, and that could be the problem. Like you might, but I don't want to change it right now because we're. Yeah, no, we've already had one one mishap. So yeah, yeah. Let's just keep going before we get another one, man. Okay, so Bullet Storm Remaster. I never played Bullet Storm, but I kind of love Bullet Storm. I didn't even know that this was happening. Uh, yeah, it's the the E three assets, kind of like with the Wolfenstein thing, 
reveal that there's going to be a Bulletstorm remaster. Well, um, okay, I'll continue not buying it. So, uh, Bulletstorm is an over-the-top first-person shooter <laughs> where you get points for killing people. Moving on. Um, yeah. It, oh, and, and it, here's, it could have been executed better. Here's so. another thing I, I'm I'm interested in. Phil Spencer says mouse and keyboard support for the Xbox One is months away. So if you can plug a mouse and keyboard in and play video games with your Xbox One, because I thought I thought they already had mouse and keyboard support for like the menus and stuff. It it doesn't matter if there's not game support. Right. Yeah. So I'm hoping that there's game support for this mouse and keyboard because that would be awesome. Even if it was just for like Final Fantasy 14 when it comes out for Xbox One, which Square Enix said they're looking at doing that. Um, I I would love it if like if Halo 6 came out and it was on the PC and they're like, oh, you can play that with mouse and keyboard on the Xbox One as well so you don't fuck over the people on the <laughs> Xbox One. Um. That would be really cool because you know mouse and keyboard is always going to be better than a uh, controller. Um, this is so stupid. Why? Why would he say this? Phil Spencer said, "Don't buy the Scorpio if you don't have 4K." Hello. Oh shut, Phil Spencer. Yeah, it's like so. The idea is that the Scorpio is meant for 4K gaming. And if it's gonna have the same games as the original Xbox One and the and the Xbox One S, then why would you buy the 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 one that's meant to output in 4K? But here's here's my question: um, Why would you say that when the graphics processor is only two thirds as powerful as the most current graphics cards that still can barely do 4K? Right. Um, I don't, I mean, the, the, the theoretical thing is that since they have dedicated hardware, they can push it a little bit harder than, than you can in a, like a PC. Yeah, you'd imagine that. But like, they were saying it has six teraflops of bandwidth or whatever. Yeah, it has six teraflops of processing capability, which the newest graphics cards, I think even the 1070 is like eight. it's 9.5, so, I thought. The 1070? Yeah. I thought that was the 1080, but all right. Uh, well, there you well go. I mean, it might be. Let me look it up. 1070 GTX. Um, yeah, I mean, but either way, even if it was just 8. Um, yeah, it's that still make, remarkably more powerful. Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. Um teraflops um teraflops flops 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 uh yeah the oh the 1080 is at nine you're right um the gtx 1070 actually we're we're both off it's only 6.5 and and it can't do 4k gaming like not really no, neither can the the 1070 can't really do, or I'm sorry, the 1080 can't do 4K gaming. Like not, it can, not very well. It can, but you have to turn all the settings to medium or low to be able to get 60 frames a second. So 
I just, I don't see this. I don't see until maybe the next generation of cards will be able to do 4K gaming at decent thing. But right now, even with the most powerful card, it's not going to be able to do 4K gaming unless you turn the settings down. And would I rather, would I rather have a higher resolution or would I rather have, you know, better tessellation and, and, you know, depth of field and, um, textures and, and 60 frames a second. Like it just doesn't make sense. Now I might pick up the Scorpio when it comes out. God, I'm not picking up the Xbox one S, but I don't no foresee my, I don't foresee myself unless prices for 4k monitors drop dramatically. I don't see myself getting, uh, a 4k TV. Right. Anyway. Um, and I don't think either of you do either. Do you? I don't see the point in 4k, to be honest. It doesn't look that much better than 1080 and it, it's not like a new aspect ratio. It, nobody's using like any kind of extra screen space. Like it's not like the transition between uh 4.3 resolution and 16.9 resolution right. where you're gaining several inches of more screen real estate. Right. You're just you're just upping the resolution. That's supposed to make everything look better, but who really cares? Right. I know I don't. Uh, everything looks good on 1080 for me. I mean, right. If somebody offered me a 4K monitor, like I'd take it, but I would never run my games at 4K because my computer can't handle it yet. So, whatever. Um, okay. Dead Rising Four only a timed exclusive for Xbox. Um, so I guess it is coming out for PC, just like all other Xbox. Oh wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it, And it will all—it'll already come out for. Uh, it'll come out for the PlayStation Four as well. Yeah. So, um, yay! I guess next Ubisoft. This is the one I wanted to talk about. Um, first off, Ghost Recon Wildlands E3 trailer. Anyone in this call give a shit? Nope. Okay, <clears throat> they're making a new Ghost Recon game. Uh, cool. Here's the one I care about. Star Trek Bridge Crew VR game. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I I was like, okay, I need to buy an Oculus Rift. Like, <laughs> uh, So I'm already planning on buying a, uh, a 1080, basically because uh, Aroa's buying a 1080 and I can't let him be better than me. And, <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it's Ecock. That's what it is. Um, but... I saw this. This is exactly what I've wanted since I was a kid with Star Trek. I wanted to be able to sit on a bridge and be part of the crew with, you know, three or four of my friends. That's what I wanted Star Trek Online to be, and they fucked it up. Yep. Um, and that's why I don't like Star Trek Online. Like, I'm sure it's an okay WoW clone, but that's all it is. It's, it's a WoW clone in space. And this Star Trek, so Star Trek VR is you, you get an Oculus Rift or a Vive and you put it on and you assume the role of either a captain, an engineer, uh, tactical or navigation. Uh, I'm calling engineer, by the way. Yeah, totally. I get captain. Okay, cool. And then oh, I, good. I think Aurora wanted tactical. Yeah, that's so, what I wanted. So we're good. But anyway... Uh, you get, you get those and you put them on and you assume that role 
and there you have dials in front of you that you can press and you communicate with your friends. You can look over across and you can see them well, their avatars, you know, sitting at their stations doing what you know they're doing in the game. And it's it looks like the graphics don't look great. A lot of people were complaining about the graphics not being good. And I was like, I don't care. They could be PlayStation 1 graphics. I would still buy this game. Yeah. It's the game we've wanted forever. Yeah. So, um, Connor, you already have an Oculus Rift. Is that what you're saying? Or you were just using the one from your school? I was using the one that I got from where I was working. Honestly, I'll probably buy a Beaver an Oculus once I get a couple paychecks in here. Yeah. I, um, I got so many purchases I got to do right now, and that's just on the list you know but, but it seems like it seems like you'd be more prone to get an oculus just because you don't have a lot of living space do you no not anymore right like that i don't i don't have more. i i don't have a ton of living space either so i'm just gonna get the oculus um also i kind of want those um controllers the the touch controllers that they have but they don't have they, them out yet they do look really impressive yeah um but here's the thing. My computer won't work with the Oculus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, so for some reason, I have the AS Media uh, USB 3.0 drivers or USB 3.0 on my motherboard. But for some reason, it won't work with the Oculus. That's something to do with the lag or something like that. So yeah, I had to buy. Well made. Yeah, I had to buy a PCI card to put into my computer so I can use the Oculus Rift when I buy one, which I'm not buying one probably anytime soon because uh, they're all sold out from official, you know, dealers. And unfortunately, uh, they'll, they're selling on Amazon for like $850 right now. And, or like $750. So there, so people are buying them and then jacking up the prices on Amazon. So they can make a profit, which is, you know, capitalism, whatever. But I'm just going to wait until they I can get one for actually six hundred dollars like they're supposed to be. Uh, And same thing with the 1080 is that they're all sold out from like EVGA and MSI and all that. And so they're selling. uh, I think that I did see one selling for eight hundred and fifty dollars for the base edition of the 1080. Fuck and, that. And I'm like, I'm not paying $250 extra uh, on top of MS or uh, retail price, basically. So, uh, Aroa, you're going to get the the Star Trek VR game? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. And none of the, so John, none of them are going to be able, none of them are interested? Mm, well, I mean, probably not. Okay. I don't know. Damn. I don't I don't think any of my friends care about Star Well, Tyler does a little. Right. But I don't know if he'd want to buy uh don't know if he'd want to buy a VR headset. Um Connor, I do have one request of you when we do play the game though. Uh I'm not going to immediately say yes, but you could ask. When when you give an order, you have to say make it so. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Oh, okay. Good. Good. I I'm a Picard guy. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on, uh, Ubisoft did show off a lot of, uh, South Park, the fractured butthole, uh, at E3, uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker, uh, came out and 
the first thing they said, uh, they were talking, they had those little headsets. I did like it because they were unfiltered. So they first, the first thing they said was, I just want you to say that these, or I just want to say that these headsets are fucking stupid. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, but I mean, are, are either of you interested in South Park, uh, the, the next game that they're coming out with? Yeah, I like what they're doing with the mechanics. It's starting to feel a little bit more like Mega Man Battle Network instead of just Paper Mario. It's kind yeah. of a little bit both, to be honest, but it looks fun. Right, and and I mean, I, I played the first game. It was fun. You know, it had that South Park humor in it. And I never beat it, but Ricky beat it on my account. So technically I beat it, I think. <laughs> and what about you, Aro? Are you interested in the, the new South Park game? I liked the original. So, I mean, they're, they're like you said, they're, are, they're, they're adding new mechanics to the combat that make it seem a little more complicated than just make them bleed and add as many other satisfact as possible until you win. Right. Uh, um, so, and, yeah, and, I'm, I'm pretty into this. And last time it was, uh, what, what was the, I, I, it's been so long since I played it, but you were basically the superpowers you got were were different than the ones that they're doing in this one like they're they're making like that one was kind of like fantasy type thing and yeah. this this one is more superheroes yeah i yeah. mean they have the same basic archetypes right now that's like powerhouse uh yeah. speed and i think the other one was intelligence and it looks like as the game goes on you get to dabble in other superpowers as well so yeah. there's going to be a lot of room for customization which is amazing for me because that's the kind of gameplay I love. Yeah. Yep. Um eh. So I'm not going to talk about the last thing cuz that's kind of doesn't really have to do with the E3, but I'm just looking at this and I'm saying what the fuck Trials of the Blood Dragon. Yeah, this no was pretty unexpected by by anybody or everybody. So Blood so Trials is a um, basically a stunt game where you're riding a bike and you try to get through obstacle courses um, in a 2D field, basically. Yeah, it's um, it's that old Flash game that everybody used to play whenever the teacher wasn't looking. Yeah, Clip. exactly. Um, and then Blood Dragon was Far Cry, and but it was like an over-the-top Far Cry. Yeah, it was 1980s Far Cry. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was Vaporwave Far Cry before Vaporwave was a fad. And it was so beautiful. Right. Oh, it was fantastic. You had a middle finger button. <laughs> Game of the year for that. So now they're doing uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon, which is Trials HD with guns? Is that it? Like mm, it's It's sort of like that. It really just seems like Ubisoft went, hey, we still own that whole, like, blood dragon thing right uh you know what franchise didn't sell well last time uh trials let's just mix that with the blood dragon thing and do whatever you want with that yeah and so they did so that's that's weird i'm probably not gonna get that game yeah i, I don't really care about it at all i mean yeah. it's um it's kind of like supposedly there are uh, there are platforming elements now Right, like only certain only certain levels, and you also can't make them in the level editor, but they're, they're just like straight up platforming areas, and like it, it it probably ties into the whole blood dragon thing. You'd probably be able to shoot people, 
but right. it just seems like yet another trials game and i haven't seen the point in playing a trials game beyond trials gold so yeah i like trials not enough to ever pay for it if it's at somewhere and i'm just you know it's if it's convenient to play sure why not it's kind of fun but it's not worth money yeah um let's uh, let's go to sony now um we're moving off ubisoft and going into sony um Everything now they sucked. now unfortunately they didn't talk about the PlayStation 4.5 or the Project Neo or whatever um like Microsoft did they talked about the Scorpio. So we still don't know about that. I'm sure it's happening. They're doing the same thing that Microsoft is doing. They're just releasing a new iteration, but it's probably they're probably going to wait until next year and say, "Oh, it's it's going to come out around the same time as the Xbox Scorpio." Um so they did, they're finally releasing The Last Guardian this October. Apparently it's going to be amazing. I don't. I, I teared up during the trailer. Did you? Really? I, I did. I just, I don't care about it. I don't get it. Like, okay, so I was talking with one of your friends. I think it was Tyler or John. I think it was Tyler. And he was like, well, you know, this studio, it's an amazing studio, and they have, like, they have a really good track record. And I'm like, they have two video games released. That's not a and, huge track record. It's... I mean, they're both legendary, borderline perfect games. I See, I like the uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. I don't get Ico, or Eco. I don't get it. It's just a, it's just a really good puzzle puzzle game really yeah i just well i just yeah i look at it and i see the gameplay and i'm just like i don't i don't get it so right, cool. I, I don't like either of those games. okay okay <laughs> um so we're on the same page there but the last card it could be really good i will probably try it out um but i, I are you gonna get it aroa almost certainly he okay. cried during the trailer. That's, That's yeah. true. I mean, if if a man cries, he has to throw money. Well, at I it. thought I thought maybe it was he was crying because it looked so bad. Maybe that was it. <laughs> no, it, um, <laughs> like I I I adored Eco. Um, I didn't finish Shadow of the Colossus because I sucked balls at it. <laughs> but yeah. beyond that, um, I thought that it. I thought both of them were fantastic games, and I am so excited to see what the studio is capable of now. Good. Um. This is a game I don't think any of us are getting. God of War. Yeah, God of War, Sweden Child Simulator. Yeah, uh, God of War, uh, killing Norse gods, basically, is what this is. And I, I know, honestly thought that it was it looked badass. So I'm not getting I, it, but no, I hate the God of War games. Yeah, really, the God of War, the the. Uh, Dante's Inferno games, Devil May Cry, they're all the same game, and they're all so boring. So Darksiders, he, all of them, it's the exact same mechanic done over and over. The puzzles are never fun. So here's my problem with God of War, is the first game, you play it, you get super powerful, you kill the gods, and then in the second game, you start out super powerful, and then they take your powers away. And so you spend the game, you get super powerful again. And in the third game, they're like, oh, we're taking your powers away again. You're like, what the fuck? Uh, so I don't like that there's like no progression. You, it doesn't really matter because you're always starting the game out at that base level. Like they don't even, 
like with Mass Effect, you you start out pretty low, but like if you have a previous save, they allow you to have like extra credits or you know some of your powers and stuff like that. They don't give you, they don't throw you a bone like that. They just start you at the weakest point, so you have to build your way back up again. Uh, so you're not like the Metroid games. Um, I've never, I've I've never played Metroid. Oh. No, get this. I actually like most of the Metroid games. The one game that gives a reason for your powers being off limits, other M, was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was like I mean, uh it made sense in Metroid Prime. Well, and and here's here's another thing. Like almost all of the Metroid games are on different systems. So Metroid 1 was on the NES. Then you have like Super Metroid on the Super Nintendo. You can't you can't transfer saves from those. Also, neither of those had memory cards. With the um, with with the God of War games, they like a lot of them are on the same systems. They're just one and two. Yeah. Really. Well, weren't uh God of, then they released like a pack for like God of War one, two, and three on PlayStation three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could have integrated something. Just throw us a bone. I don't think it's that kind of game, honestly. It's just yeah. a, it's just a spectacle fighter. Yeah, I know. It's that that's always rubbed me the wrong way. Same thing with the Assassin's Creed uh, games. They've just they kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Where it's like, come on, just give us something for playing through the the previous games. But I, I think that's fine. I think the the problem is that uh, the problem that I saw at least is that once the third game came around, it was like, all right, we're doing this again, huh? Yeah. He like, also does have a wicked beard in the trailer. Yeah, I, I think that what they're doing with the new God of War game is incredibly smart. Um, and by that, you mean copying Witcher? Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. No, I don't I don't think so. Um, if anything, it, it looks more like... Uh, it looks more like they're adding competent combat and like quick time events to... Uh, last of us and just oh, putting it in, in norse mythology um, uh, but I, i'm really interested to see what they do because i i really i really liked god of war one and two right um and i liked chains of olympus uh the psp one yeah that was a that was a handheld one yeah um i never played three because i never really saw any reason to get it it, it was always too expensive because it was a console game yeah um but this, I think, I think it looks really neat. I, I think that, like the the especially the idea of a Spartan running around in Norse mythology, like fucking people up. Yeah. Uh, hello. Oh no, my internet, my internet went out. Oh no. Oh no, oh no. Let's see if this fixes it. We are having the utmost problems right now. And unfortunately, I can't really fix anything. So I'm just going to wait and try to load this up now and hope that I come back. Um, so here I go. I'm, I'm reloading Discord. Here we go again with internet problems. I'm sorry. Update failed fuck <laughs> what the heck i can't oh i'm having the worst luck today i'm so sorry for all my listener 
that my internet is being balls. So it's just me talking, uh, talking about God of War. The trailer looked okay. I mean, he's raising his kid and trying to, uh, basically teach him how to hunt and everything. You can click on the link below to get to it. And I'm just kind of hoping that my internet comes back so that I can actually talk to people because right now I'm just talking to myself and, uh, it's upsetting because what the hell is happening to my podcast that this is happening to me? Hey, okay, uh, I'm back. I was talking to myself. My internet went out. Oh, delightful. Yeah, so I'm having the have... worst luck today. We should anyway. quick fire the rest of this podcast. Yeah, okay, so Kojima has the names video games really poorly called Death Stranding. You guys see that? I, we don't know enough about it. The na- I don't really care about the name. Like, uh, I do. It's a good game. Uh, yeah, I'll it's. Just, I'll just point out that uh, during the whole trailer, I had my mouth over my or my hands over my mouth, uh, just agape and flabbergasted. It looked. Uh, it looks artsy as fuck, and I'm really excited to see what Kojima does without his strings being pulled by Konami. Yeah, his strings are being pulled by Sony now. Um, yeah. But I think that Sony is smart enough to look at him and say, we'll just let him do what he wants and we'll figure yeah, do it out. It, do whatever the hell you want because people will buy it no matter what. They love it. Yeah. You. And Norman Reedus is in it from The Walking Dead. Um, because PT. Yeah, because PT. And it, I mean, it looks pretty. It looks super pretty, but he is like holding a child or something. And I, I'm just it, like, I don't, I don't get it's it. It's going to be an action game. Yep. That's all we know. Yep. Uh, Call of Duty Infinite Wars or Infinite Warfare PS4 gameplay, blah, blah, blah. Takes you into space. Yeah, Halo clones. It yeah. kind of surprised me, though, I will admit. Yeah. Like, up until up until the shooting started, no idea it was Call of Duty. So Right. Um, Insomniac Games is making a new Spider-Man PS4 game, and I don't care. It looks awesome. And it looks good. Yeah, it, it looks, looks hype as yeah. fuck. I, I, I love Spider-Man. If they port it to PC, I'll buy it. Full price. I don't even care. It looks so fun. Yeah. I don't think they are. But... They, they're they not going to, but I'll probably get it for a PS4 eventually. Um, Resident Evil 7 announced has a first-person viewpoint. Probably going to be in VR. Aurora really wants it. Yeah. yeah, I do. I think I that, played... you know, I think that PT, I mean, sorry, Resident Evil looks pretty good. Because it is PT. Let's they're banking yeah, off the, that. The demo was very inspired by PT. That yeah. is definitely true. But you don't say. <laughs> yeah, it, but um playing through the whole thing, it has enough of its own identity going on. And especially um because you can I, I don't want to ruin it for people, but you can find an axe, you can find a melee weapon. Um it doesn't have much use, but it at least shows off like that there will be melee it, what the combat will be like basically and it's intuitive it it feels good and it's still in first person like it's first person old style resident evil game that's take place that's going to take place inside of a louisiana mansion like like farm like, what what are those called plantation mansions yeah i think i think it looks really fucking cool i'm excited to play it next year um probably with the playstation vr 
Um, if they fix, some people were saying that it's the worst VR uh, experience they've ever had because uh, they just don't know what they're doing right now. Oh, but they've they've got it. Can't. Oh, oh, my computer's wigging out right now. So I can I can see, I can see that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um. Uh. So Nintendo is actually really really brief. We've got first trailer for Breath of the Wild: Legend of Zelda. Looks mm, magnifique. God, it looks good. I might, I might buy the console just for it. Uh, they're yeah. they're going to get super cheap really soon. So, oh. like, there, a guy from Nintendo said, if you want a Wii U, get it now. Because yeah. they're just going to disappear. Pretty much. I'm thinking about buying another one just to <laughs> just to have it set aside. <laughs> um, oh, my God. You can, like, cut down trees and cook and... It looks so good. It looks it's, huge. It's, uh, it's so pretty. Uh, was it they uh, a Zelda page that I follow uh, called it Zelda Scrolls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Miyamoto said it was inspired from his experience playing Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes a ton of sense. Like, it, I've I've very rarely seen a franchise reinvent itself so gracefully, and and turn into something so so much more than anything that the franchise has ever been well they've done it so many times with the legend of zelda legend of zelda the original was just a top-down scroller like like it was an rpg or adventure game but like it it, that's all it was and then the second one was similar and then they came out no zelda 2 was totally different what the hell are you talking about well zelda Zelda 2 was it was it was similar because you still had the same overworld the only thing that was different was you went into a side-scrolling platformer when you got into a fight or when you went into the dungeons but it was still very similar to the first <laughs> um and then but then and they got the, obsessed with time for a while yeah they did get obsessed with time uh the big change was ocarina of time that hasn't stopped by the way yeah the big change was the you know, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time that changed it dramatically. Well, they 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 turned it into much. I know people will get would get upset about me saying it, but a much more linear experience, honestly. Yeah, um, and there's like it gives the illusion of an open world, but it's not. No, <laughs> it's all. not. And then they've kind of been copying that formula for and, the last twenty years, and now. If anything, this this Breath of the Wild game actually just goes back to the roots of the Zelda franchise, where you just kind of dropped into this world and said, "All right, have at it." Like it it does give you the the goal that you can go for, but you can also just run around and find shit. Yeah, which is kind of what the original Zelda was going for. It just, and you know, was on the NES. Yeah, and what they did next was uh, they did say that they have a amiibo coming out for. <laughs> Breath well, of the there, Wild, which a, which Aroa is going to get. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But there, I think there are two, maybe three amiibo that are coming out for it. Um, one of them is Link with a bow, and the other one is like Link on a on a horse or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then one of them is those one of those robot guardians. Also, uh, they didn't show it off at the conference, but well, conference, you know, at the Nintendo thing. Um, but there's also going to be the ability for you to put your uh, Twilight Princess HD amiibo, uh, the Wolf Link one, on there, and it will summon you a wolf companion. Oh, neat. 
yeah. Uh, so other Zelda, uh, or maybe just other amiibo will summon you various things as well. Like Mario. So that's cool. Yeah, like Mario maybe, maybe you put... That would be really cool, actually, if like you put more. Uh, you're cutting out your weapon. You're doing oh. what uh, Parallax was doing. Oh, great! It just started. Uh, that's, you're doing that too. Am I? So that's is, yeah. I should. Welcome be. to the disaster podcast. I think the... Discord is is having a dump. Yeah, it uh-huh. seems to be not not doing very well right now. Um, uh, let's just lower that threshold does that sound a little bit better hello yeah thank you okay okay anyway whatever um so pokemon sun moon revealed at e3 blah 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 no one cares i i mean everyone cares but whatever no Uh, next skip they actually revealed a new ip ever oasis a 3ds rpg (laughs) Uh, I will not be getting this, but yes, they they have uh, Ever Oasis for the 3DS. Are either of you excited for it? Nope. I haven't seen anything on it, and I don't really care. Okay, cool. Let's move on to the next one. Other. Uh, first oh, Dawn of War right, 3 right. gameplay trailer. Eh. Stardew Valley yeah, is no, coming. I don't care. Yeah, Stardew Valley is coming to consoles. Either of you care, care about that? Yeah. Hooray. Um, I already have it on PC. Don't care. They're coming out with a standalone Gwent game. Don't care. Again, don't care. <laughs> I don't know uh, who asked for that. No, nah, I don't know. Uh, Telltale Reverse reveals episodic Batman fucking game. I, I love Telltale, but I don't care. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it'll probably be cool, but I just, yeah, I don't yeah. care. Um,. Uh, again, Telltale talking about the Walking Dead season three. That actually, yeah, I really like the Walking. I really like the Walking Dead. Uh, I really want yeah. them to make another like a sequel to the uh, the Wolf Among Us. I would love both of those actually. Yeah. Um, so they said they're not doing Clementine, uh, Walking Dead three, right? They're not. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. They're not doing Clementine. Well, I I think I read that on Reddit or something because oh, like... they said they had a new character they wanted for it, oh, which okay. I'm kind of bummed about. I, they I felt like Clementine's story wasn't done yet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't finish any of them. So oh, and then uh, one thing I'm actually excited about: Mount and Blade Two Bannerlord. I really <laughs> like the Mount and Blade series. Um, wasn't I... that the one that got like under fire from Candy Crush or something? Or no, I'm thinking of Banner Saga. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Mountain Blade is a. Uh, it's just a. It's kind of a generic game, but I really like it. Like you build up armies and you battle against people and you ride around on a horse and stab people. I think it's cool. I don't know if I'd call it generic. I mean, it's just. It, it's a lot. It's a very systems based game. Yeah. And, and it's incredibly hard. It is. It is super. Like I always got captured, and then I'd be somebody's bitch for like a year, and, <laughs> and then they'd be like. Yeah. Eh. It, and it's also like the only, the only PC game ported to Android that I have on my Nvidia Shield portable. Oh, neat! And it it it's remarkably good on Shield. Uh, just some of the some stuff wasn't really designed to be used with a controller, and it shows. Right. Uh, 
So yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited to see what they do with finally making a sequel. Yeah. So I'm uh I'm just gonna call the podcast right here. We've been going on for almost finally. two hours. Um and my computer's been weird today. So Yeah, you sound like you're ready to leave here in a second. I have to fix some stuff. But what you can do is you can follow Aroa on Twitter at cyberpunk underscore monk, or is it just cyberpunk monk? Uh, cyberpunk underscore monk, but I'm not a Roa. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> you, you know, he's been doing he's been doing that to me like for a month now. Shit! I mean, you can follow I'm not Connor. Sure if it's intentional. It's I not. Thought that it's, he was joking. It's not. I. Uh, you can follow Connor at sky cyberpunk underscore monk. You can follow Aroa at Aroa. Um, you can follow him on YouTube Aroa one three three seven and Twitch is Aroa one three three seven. You can follow. Me at Reeton everywhere. So I'm Reeton on Twitch, Reeton on Twitter, and Reeton on YouTube. You can follow me on all those places. Um, on Wednesdays from 5 p.m. Pacific time to 8 p.m. Pacific time, I will be streaming on the Green Man Gaming Twitch stream. So please come in and uh, say hi if you if you want to say hi. That's my scheduled stream for the week on there. Um, I. Th- I want to start up a scheduled stream for on my own, uh, like I had before, which was on Saturdays at 8 p.m. However, uh, I have way too much stuff going on in the next coming weeks to be able to do that. So it will have to be after next weekend that I'll, I'll start doing that. Um, look out for Aroa. He's going to be doing uh, more Undertale gameplay footage. Yep. And uh, if you haven't seen the first two episodes, those are on reentertainment.com. Uh, look for Aroas there. I think they're still on the front page, so you can go look up uh, parts one and two of his Undertale gameplay, which are actually pretty pretty funny. I like them. Good good job. Yeah, I'm, I I I my only problem is that I don't know how to like fill time. Yeah, well, there's neither... a lot of time that needs to be filled. Yeah, uh, just uh, edit edit those. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, we're cutting this podcast a little short. <laughs> and we kind of rushed through the end due to technical difficulty. Yeah, my computer's being wonky. I think I, I went on the preview builds. I turned on the preview builds of Windows 10, and I think it updated, and this preview build is all fucked up. So, oh, yeah. Don't, don't I, I always wait. I, so I always I'm, wait for a little bit of a confirmation before I update my preview build. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, roll back that after after this podcast is recorded. So thank you for, for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. And uh, Aro, we should play games sometime, bastard. Yeah, I have to go get groceries. I have to go get today. food because I haven't eaten today. So I had a, yeah, pop- I had a, a popsicle and a uh, uh, sucker. That's it. So... I'll be able to get food again now that I have a new job. Yay. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.